Good evening. It's 9.22, and this is Quietly Yours. indeed. It's Halloween, of course, which is spooky enough, but did you know that tonight is also a full moon? And not only that, but a blue moon. The last time that happened was 1973, and the next time it will happen is 2039. So, we could hardly let that pass without doing something to celebrate, could we? The result is tonight's story which we call Moonbridge. This one was a tough one to bring together. It's one of our most ambitious scripts and was produced in the middle of a pandemic with half of our cast recording remotely. But the result is one we're all proud of and I think you'll like it too. But before we get to that, we need to say goodbye to Bob from Memphis, Tennessee. Bob was an avid audio dramatist himself having produced radio plays as Chatterbox Audio Theatre, which you can find on your podcast app of choice. And he was also a fan of the old horror shows that inspired Quietly Yours. Maybe that's why he snapped in the end. They say listening to horror doesn't turn people into deviants, but how can you argue with the evidence? The deaths? The bloodshed? Anyway... Bob died this week after a six-hour standoff with police that brought his brutal massacre to a swift end. Check out Chatterbox Audio Theatre on your podcast app of choice to remember Bob as he was. Before. If you'd like to hear your own obituary read out on air, and, let's face it, who doesn't, you can sign up to support Quietly Yours at patreon.com slash quietlyyours. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month, and every patron gets their own personalised obituary. There's also some additional bonuses, such as extra content for those who want to pledge a little bit more. With all that out of the way, it's time to dive into today's story. Enjoy it, because you're not getting the sequel for another 19 years. This is Moonbridge. So, there you are. I had to see it for myself. I didn't think you were going to come. Well, I suppose I had to. Can't say I'm thrilled to be here. I mean, it's a funeral. You're not supposed to be happy about it. Oh, you know what I mean. On today of all days. Yeah, I don't think she planned what day she was going to die, you know. No, but the funeral, tomorrow? That's intentional. You're telling me they waited three weeks to bury her for no reason? Well... No. No, they picked this day on purpose. I don't know if my grandmother knew. I don't know if she had that kind of foresight. 
or if this whole trick is Agatha's doing, but this is absolutely intentional. Then your funeral was the one thing that would bring me back to this goddamn town, and they chose tomorrow, the blue moon. And on Halloween as well, that's just the icing on the cake. When you put it like that, it sounds so callous. I think you're being a bit harsh. I don't. At the end of the day, she's still your grandmother. You need to say goodbye, put the bad things behind you. Besides, she's the only family you have... had... left. She was a lunatic, they all are. Then why are you here, if you hated her so much? So, tomorrow night then, you're not... No, I'm not coming. You don't have to snap at me. None of this is my fault. We were friends once, good friends, and now you're talking like you despise me like the rest of them. It's this whole town and everyone in it. Even me? Well, you're still here, aren't you? And you still believe him, don't you? Of course you do. If you didn't believe it, you'd have moved away by now. You'd have left this town far behind, just like I did. You can't stay here. Not when you're not one of them. One of them? They're your family. Friends. Or at least they were. Well, look. Everyone's ready for tomorrow night. If you change your mind... I won't. Fair enough, then. Hey. Hey, listen, I think I'm going to catch an earlier train back than I planned. So I'll be back tomorrow instead of Sunday. Do you think you'll still be able to pick me up from the station? Yeah, I don't see why not. What's up? Nothing. I I just don't want to hang around. I'm going to leave right after the service, catch the very next train. Oh, come on. You can't do that. It's a funeral. So? Your own grandmother's funeral. You have to go to the wake. You can't just run off. You don't understand. You don't know these people. You don't know what it's like. What do you mean, what it's like? To grow up with these people, it's like... It's like a cult. In fact, no, it is a cult. Oh, that's a bit harsh. I'm being serious. These people, they... It's... Oh, never mind. No, go on. It really doesn't matter. No, go on. Because you've got me kind of worried now. You sound... I don't know. Uh, clearly something's bothering you. It's just that they have some weird beliefs, the people in this town. Crazy beliefs. But they go on with it like it's fact, and they raise their children like it's fact. That's how they raise me, and it, it messed me up. But I'm lucky. Lucky that I got away. You should see some of the people I went to school with. Or my old friend Greg. He's just like them now. Completely brainwashed. Fits right in. You never told me any of this. Yeah, well, it's not something I like to go on about. I moved so that I could leave this place behind, not so I could keep revisiting it in my mind. Still, you should have told me. I know, I know. I could sit here and tell you I was going to, but it would be a lie. I drew a line in the sand with this, and I promised myself I would never cross it. And I was hoping that I'd never have to tell you. That I'd never have to talk about my family or about Moonbridge again, but then I got that call... Just here to drop dead at this time of year. And what's that supposed to mean? And what strange beliefs are you talking about anyway? What kind of beliefs? Look, it doesn't matter right now. I'm, I'm going to get the earliest train I can, so I'll text you when I know what time I'll be getting to the station. Then when I get back, we'll, we'll talk and I'll tell you everything. I promise. Oh, if it's that bad, you can come straight home, you know. No one will judge you. I know, but I want to stay for the funeral. She's the last family I've got, and I think this might help give me some closure. Help me put it all behind me. Properly this time. Okay, well, look after yourself then. 
And call me if you need anything. Thanks, I will. Love you. I'll love you too. See you Sunday. Alex, I wasn't expecting to see you so soon. You used to be so hot-headed. I thought you'd need at least a couple of hours to calm down and come to your senses. Yeah, yeah, very funny. Can I come in or not? Yeah, I suppose so. I'm sorry, I got a bit... Stubborn? Yeah, I got a bit stubborn back there. Not how I want to say hello to my best friend after all these years. God, how many years has it been now, anyway? Ten. Oh, God, that's right. I was 16 when I left. Seems like a lifetime ago. It does, doesn't it? I remember you left as soon as you were legally allowed to. Really didn't want to hang around, did you? You didn't even say goodbye. I know. That was a pretty terrible thing to do. I'm, I'm sorry, I wasn't really thinking. I just wanted to get out. Was it really that bad here? Yes. I mean, no, it, it wasn't that bad. I guess not day to day. But I mean, we're fed lies constantly. Taught to accept them as fact. I hated it and there was no one to talk to because everyone else seemed to fall for it, hook, line and sinker. No one else could ever see it for what it was. Our families are all in Moonbridge. Our school was in Moonbridge. We never really spoke to anyone outside of the town. Have you ever noticed that? It's the middle of nowhere, Alex. You can't exactly walk down the street to your friend's house in the next town over. Oh, that's just an excuse and you know it. They didn't want us talking to anyone else because they didn't want us learning to think for ourselves. Because the moment we think for ourselves, they lose control. We start asking questions, questions that they don't have the answers to, and the whole thing starts to fall apart. Look, I don't want to fight. I really don't. But you really believe it, don't you? Even now, after all these years. Of course I do. And I know what you're going to say. But just because science can't explain something, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Can you not see how hard this is to listen to you say things like this? To listen to you repeat their lies, to fall for all the crazy things they spoon-fed you? Well, now you're just being condescending. I'm not trying to be, really, I'm not. I just... I don't see why you can't see it. They tell you these fairy tales and you eat them up like a child and then... You're surprised when someone treats you like a child? Look, I'm not going to let you get to me. I know the truth. I know what I believe, and I know what's right. Nothing you say is going to change that. And I have faith that, in time, you'll come to realise what I've known all along. And you'll come back to us. I'm not mad at you, Alex. I don't hate you or anything like that. You were my friend. You still are. And I know you chose this path you're on because you didn't know any better. Greg, don't. There's still time, all right? There's still time. We need you. We can't do this without you. I know you can't. Maybe that's why you don't feel the same way I do. Maybe growing up here isn't so bad if you don't have that added pressure, but I did. It was my family at the centre of all this, and I've had to live with that all my life. Then you know how important this is. You know what you have to do, and I know in my heart that you'll make the right choice in the end. You're not selfish. You never have been. So, I'll see you tomorrow night. I... I'll see you tomorrow, I guess. And we thank you for your blessings. And we ask you, Elaitha, God of the Moon, 
To look upon us with favour on the year of thirteen. Practising your speech for the service. Alex. Agatha. It's good to see you, my boy. I was worried that you wouldn't show up. It's a relief to see you. Yeah, I bet it is. You busy? Well, yes, I... I don't want any of this at the funeral. Do you understand? What? She's my grandmother and I want to give her a decent send-off. I don't want you tasting it with any of this voodoo bullshit. Is that clear? That's a little harsh, don't you think? You'll do well to remember that this voodoo, this ceremony, was something your grandmother was proud to be a part of. She believed in this with all of her heart. She dedicated her life to it. She hoped that you would too. Yeah, well, didn't quite work out that way, did it? You don't intend on joining us then? No, I absolutely do not. You think for a second I'd want any part of this? I thought you might see the error of your ways, yes. You were always such a caring boy. You loved your family. You loved your friends. What changed? I still love my family. I still love my friends. But you'll let this misfortune befall them. Let this curse take hold of your hometown. Of your home! There is no curse, Agatha. There never was. No curse to take hold. No misfortune is coming to you. There's no monster lurking out in the woods. Don't you see that? My boy, you're so naive. You must come to your senses. You must see the truth. I won't. You must. Time is short. The ceremony will take place tomorrow, and if you're not there... If I'm not there, nothing will happen. If you're not there, then centuries of work, of your family's work, is thrown down the drain and Moonbridge is left unprotected. You knew this would happen. You knew this day would come. No one knew. We didn't expect to lose your grandmother, not now. We certainly never expected to lose your mother so soon. If she was still with us, then it would be different. It would be her job to take over. And then there would be time. Time to brainwash me further, you mean? Brainwash me into taking over? That was your plan, right? Time for your mother to birth another child. One who would accept her role as protector and stick by her people. Not a selfish, traitorous little brat who wouldn't raise a finger for his family. Well, there you have it then. We always knew it would be you. We always knew you would break the chain. I think we said all we need to say, Agatha. Alex, please. I am pleading with you. For hundreds of years, your family has performed this ceremony. Your family has protected this town. The power lies in you, Alex, within your blood. Without you, we have no protection from this curse. You must join us for the ceremony. You must. Good night, Agatha. Alex? Annie? Oh, little Alex. Look how much you've grown. Oh, come on. I was 16 when you saw me last. I haven't grown much since then, have I? Not in height, perhaps. But that waistline's seen better days, eh, love? Oh, very funny. I just wanted to see how you're doing. It's going to be a tough day tomorrow. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm all right, I suppose. Your tie's a bit... Oh, here, I'll do it. I'm glad you came. I didn't think you were going to. Yeah, everyone's been saying that. Everyone seems to be convinced that I'm some kind of heartless monster that I've abandoned my family and haven't thought about them since. Oh, don't listen to them. They're just struggling to deal with it, even after all these years. 
You were the first, you see, the first to leave, to really properly leave anyway. And they didn't know what to do with that. They couldn't understand it, especially you. The future of the town rested in your hands and you just up and disappear. It was a shock and it was tough on them. It really was. It's not my fault, is it? That they think the future of the whole town somehow rests on my shoulders? That's a lot of pressure to put on a little boy, don't you think? Is it any surprise? I grew up a bit damaged and then just ran. I'm not blaming you, love, but I don't think they see it that way. That's because they didn't care about me. Not really. They said they did, but they only cared about what I represented. Their safety from the lycanthrope. No one was ever looking out for me. They just wanted to hammer it into me. What my job was, my responsibilities. Brainwashing me to ensure I grew up to be exactly who they wanted me to be. What I wanted didn't matter. My welfare didn't matter and all that over a stupid story. We all have our stupid stories, love. Every one of us. It's how we sleep at night. I still tell myself James is still here sometimes. And I know he isn't really, but that's the story I tell myself and sometimes I almost believe it so much that I swear I can hear him cry. And I know it's been 40 years, but I can hear him. And I know it's not real, but it's a comfort nonetheless to feel him here with me. Yes, we all have our stories. You were the only one who never tried to convince me it was real. The only one who never tried to brainwash me. Well, I suppose I always thought that you got enough of that from everyone else. You don't believe it, do you? It's not really my place to say. I'm just a nanny. You're so much more than that and you have a mind of your own. What do you think? I think it's a story someone made up a long, long time ago to explain things they don't understand. Things that scared them. And it's stuck around for all these years because even now we're scared. Every one of us, deep down. And we do whatever it takes to make that fear manageable. No, I don't believe it. But I believe that they believe it. And I know that it brings them comfort, these little rituals. It makes them feel safe. And I like knowing that my family feels safe. Only put it that way. You make it sound so wholesome. It doesn't make it right, though. No, it doesn't. But I don't like to dwell on the past. What matters is here and now. What matters is the future and what we do with it. Go to the ceremony if you want, or don't go if you don't. It's up to you, love. No one can make you do what you don't want to do. The future is in your hands, and it's your future as much as anyone else's. Thanks, honey. I've missed you. I'll, I'll get out of your hair, love. Thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to check in. I know we only just spoke, but... I'm worried about you. I know. Thank you. I'm doing okay, though. In, in fact... Yeah? I've been thinking, and I... You know, I might stay till Sunday after all. Oh, well, yeah. I think that's a great idea. I think it'll be good for you to spend more time there, not to just run off as soon as the funeral is over. Are you sure? I think so, yeah. All right. I'll see you Sunday, then. Yeah. See you Sunday. Bye. Oh, God, what am I doing?
Morning. Morning. How are you feeling? Like I'm on a roller coaster, right at that bit when you're about halfway up the first incline. Intense. Got your speech sorted? Not exactly. Not exactly? Not at all. Jesus Christ, you're doing it in about two hours. I know, I, I tried. I tried writing it the week she died, but nothing would come. I tried writing it the week before I came back to Moonbridge, but nothing would come. I've been trying all weekend, but nothing. I was up half the night last night, but... Nothing? Nothing. How could it be so hard? Well, it's kind of like a letter, isn't it? It's a speech, but it's a letter. Like your last letter to her. Your chance to say, I'm sorry you're gone and this is how I remember you. Well, that's the problem. What? How I remember her. I'm not really sure how I do. I remember the nice stuff. And I should say that, shouldn't I? I should talk about the nice stuff. People generally do, yes. I can do that, I think. So, you're okay? Yeah, I think so. I will be, I mean, don't worry. Alright, I'll see you in a bit then. Yeah, see you in a... Hey, is that... What? Oh, the lapel pin. It's... My grandfather's. You remember it? Vaguely. I'll never forget it. I must have only been like... What, ten? We were still in primary school. You remember that horrible school, the dingy old building? We had a school dance one year, do you remember? Yeah, kind of. Seems kind of cheesy in hindsight, doesn't it? Definitely. But at the time, I took it deadly serious. I think I'd seen too many films or something, because honestly, I thought if I didn't find a date, I would die. And I knew exactly who I wanted to take. Yeah, Sally, what's her face? Sally, what's her face? See, not a bad memory you've got there, Alex. Yeah, well, you're obsessed with her well into year nine. That was one that one was kinda hard to miss. <laughs> Fair point. Well, anyway, I somehow plucked up the courage to ask her and by some miracle she said yes. And I thought that the asking would be the hard part, but I was wrong. As soon as she said yes, I was like Holy crap, I'm going to dance with Sally What's her face. And I was in a panic. I was sweating for three days straight. By the end of it, I had a dehydration headache. And then the big day came and I could have thrown up. Yeah, I remember that night. He came over to my house and my mum was driving us together. You're a bit of a nervous wreck. Bricking it. And your grandmother was there and she must have been able to just tell that something was wrong. She asked me about it and I spilled my guts... Told her everything. Told her how worried I was because I was sure that Sally liked Jake What's-His-Name and he was better looking and had nicer clothes and I didn't stand a chance against him. And your grandmother? She didn't say a word. Not at first. She just thought about it for a moment. Then she got up, walked away and disappeared up the stairs. And then she came back down, sat beside me and handed me this lapel pin. Shaped like the sun. Shaped like the sun. She told me that it used to belong to your grandfather. She said he'd worn it on their very first date. He'd asked her out at random. They'd never even said a word to each other prior to that. But he asked her out completely out of the blue and she said yes. And he turned up in a bright blue suit wearing this lapel pin. They went to the movies and for dinner after and... 
She said she knew that he was the one before the night was even over. Then at the end of the night, this pin was kind of twisted, sort of turned 90 degrees, you know. So she leaned in to fix it for him and I guess he misread the signal. Dove right in for a kiss. Well, neither of them was complaining by that point and they had a good laugh about it. Years later, he found this pin stashed away among some of his things and he finally confessed to her that he was terrified on that first date. A complete and utter nervous wreck. But this pin, he said, had been in his family for a few generations and his dad had always told him that it was lucky. And he never believed it. But when he was getting ready for that date, he spotted it on the dresser and thought, well... I could use a bit of luck. I guess it worked. Yeah, guess it did. Well, anyway, she gave me the pin, told me it was mine now, and it would bring me all the luck I needed. And did it? Not even a little bit. Sally asked why I was wearing it, and I tried to make some smooth comment about how she shone like the sun or something. The words got all twisted in my mouth and I said something about sunburn, which I think she took very personally because she was very freckly. Definitely blew it with that one. <laughs> Sounds like it. Do you want to? No, she gave it to you. And it clean means a lot to you. You should keep it. All right, well, I'll see you in a bit. Don't worry about the speech. You'll do fine. Thanks. I'm sure I will. Gail Ogletree was... Some of my earliest memories are of my grandmother. She used to be the chef in the family, a total natural in the kitchen. Sometimes she didn't even need a recipe. She would just pull random things out of the cupboards, pull them all together, and it was like watching a witch stirring a cauldron. And no matter what she was working on, the result would taste amazing, of course. And some of my earliest memories are of Sunday afternoons at her house. She would cook a full roast dinner. It would be one of the few times we were all together, me... Mum, Grandma, all sat watching TV, completely stuffed. Those lazy Sunday afternoons, those oversized dinners, they kind of dried up after Mum died. I don't know if it was intentional or if she just forgot. By the time I was 15, we just didn't do them anymore. In fact, by that point, I'm pretty sure I was living off nothing but noodles and pizza. But that's not the point. Uh, I th I, there's um, so many good memories I have um, um, she would knit Gail and, and Grandma she would knit all of these sweaters she was good at it too although all the sweaters looked the same but maybe that was the point because this maybe that sums up this family pretty well doesn't it everyone the same the same template I guess that's why she was so good at knitting she liked to follow a pattern didn't care to deviate not even a little Always stuck to the rules. Gotta do what you gotta do. But she never used to be like that, you know. Mum was. She was always that kind of person, controlling, overbearing. I didn't really understand why back then, and I hated it. And Grandma was the one who was kind. But she changed. When Mum died. It wasn't overnight, it was a gradual thing, but she changed. Became exactly like Mum. 
Like a sole mission in life is to force me into some kind of box. But I didn't want to be in that box, not that that mattered. My opinion didn't make any difference. It was maybe a year or so after Mum died that I found out about the ritual for the first time. I knew the stories before then, of course. We all knew those, didn't we? Pretty sure they start telling us all of that. All of that bullshit the day we arrive home from the hospital. Gotta start them early. But I never really understood the stories, not properly. Not until I learned there was a ritual. It kind of all made sense then. I understood what was going on. I understood why she was changing. It was because she was training me up. She was trying to make sure I stayed in my lane because she knew that mum was gone and she knew that I would be next in line and that all of this would fall to me. And I could see it. That was the way she was, normal. With everyone else, whenever she spoke to others, it was like a switch. Like suddenly I was looking at a ghost from the past and then I realised that she hadn't changed at all. She was just treating me differently. And why? What for? All for this? For this, this fucking cult? Yeah, yeah, you heard me, cult. Because that's what it is, a cult. And I could have had my grandma. She could have stayed the way she was. The way I try to remember her. If she'd just been free. Free to just be my grandmother. But you, this place, this town, this cult. That stupid urban legend, it changed her and it morphed her into this dead-eyed creature that I don't even recognise. Now she's lying in a coffin and I barely have a good word to say about her. Barely a good word. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Hi, Annie. Oh, Greg, look at you. You've grown. You say that every time. Well, it's true. I'm 26, Annie. I'm definitely done growing. What did you think of the service? It was... Interesting. Well, that's one way of putting it. Want a gin? What? A gin, love. I snuck some in. Oh, no, thank you. Where's Alex? I don't know, love. I I think he needed some time alone after... Yeah, probably. I don't think he's in a good place. Where's Agatha? Agatha? Haven't seen her. Probably looking for some new chains to rattle. Annie, be nice. Sorry. Rum? I bought a second flask. Thanks, Annie. I'm fine. I don't want to hear it, Agatha. That was disgraceful. Talking about your grandmother like that. It was all true, though, wasn't it? You know full well that she did everything she did to protect you. To protect us, the whole town. Protect us from what? The lycanthrope. The werewolf, Agatha, the werewolf. It's a story, and dressing it up with a fancy Greek word does not make it any less of a childish fairy tale. You know in your heart what the truth is, Alex. And I pray to God you realise it sooner than later, or God help us all. Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath on that one because I'm leaving tonight. You need to think this through, Alex. You know what will happen. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, I'll be there when the train gets in. Thanks. See you in a bit. See you soon. Alex! Alex! I don't want to hear it, Greg. I'm leaving. 
No, you don't. You saw what happened back there, and if you'd heard Agatha... Pretending this place was a mistake and I should never have come back. Alex! No, don't bother. You'll never get it, okay? You just won't. I listen to you talk about them, about my grandmother, and it's like you're talking about people I've never met. Do you think that's how it was for me? Well, it wasn't. I've had to spend my entire life living under this huge shadow cast by my future self. A future self that I never, want, never even wanted to become. And all the while, you... You basically just got to be a kid. I'd never heard that story before, you know. The one about the lapel pin? A story like that, and the first time I hear it, it's coming out of your mouth. How messed up is that? You should have... They should have put you up there. Let you do the speech. Because she was more of a grandmother to you than she ever was to me. To you, she was caring, kind, and considerate. You didn't have to go through what I went through. Alex, you're not listening to me. It's Annie. What? It's Annie. She's hurt. What do you mean, hurt? You need to come home, Alex. Is she? She's dead. What? No, she can't be. She lost too much blood. I don't understand. What? What's happened? You know exactly what happened. Agatha. There's no point trying to soften this blow, Greg. There isn't time for that. These wounds. Claw marks. Alex, I know you don't believe me, but... You're looking at it with your own eyes, Alex. It's true. No, no, it can't be. We have to do the ritual, Alex. Agatha, give him a minute, for Christ's sake. We don't have a minute! Let's do it. Let's do it now. Greg? I'll get the car. We can be up the stones in five minutes. You're making the right choice, Alex. I certainly hope so. I swear that thing's getting closer. We're almost there. Oh no. What is it? Why are you stopping? I don't know. Something's wrong. Come on. We can walk. It's not far. Don't dawdle. We need to hurry. Did you hear that? Don't worry about it. Keep moving. Stop. Did you hear that? Yeah. I hear it. We should probably run. Yeah, that. Greg, I can't see him. Can you see him? No. Greg, we have to go back. We have to find him. No. What? We can't go back. We have to get to the stones while there's still time. 
can't just leave him. If that thing gets him, he's dead no matter what we do. We need to get to the stones. We need to perform the ceremony so that 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 werewolf can't come anywhere near our town. Maybe then we have a shot at saving Greg. Okay, let's go. Is everyone here? Everyone's here. We didn't think you would come. Yes. Well, I wasn't sure of myself for a second there. But Alex here has had a little change of heart. Are we ready to start? We're ready. Pass me the goblet. Alex? I don't know what to do. I mean, I've never... I know. I know. Don't worry. I don't have time to explain, but I'll guide you through. Here, give me your hand. Okay. Hey, what the... I need to draw blood. It won't hurt too much. That's a lie, isn't it? Ah! I'm sorry. It has to be deep or we won't have enough blood. Here, hold your hand over the goblet. Yes, tilt your arm down. You'll get better flow if your heart isn't working against gravity. That's it. What's this for? You see the twelve stones that make up the circle. Each of them needs you. Your bloodline. Celia, take the goblet. Yes, Agatha. They're going to pass the goblet around the circle, anointing the stones as they go. Here, help me, to the centre of the circle. This is the thirteenth stone. This one has to be last. And we have to do it while the moonlight still touches it, once the twelve stones are anointed. Agnes? It is done. All right, now's the time. Here, in the middle, right in that groove. Put your hand in there and let the blood flow. It's working. We're not too late. Do you think Greg is okay? I hope so. I really hope so. Look, you see how the rain washes your blood from the stone? It flows through these shallow channels, one to each stone. Once all thirteen stones are connected... It is done. That's enough. Celia, the bandages. Thank you. Here, Alex, put pressure on this and hold it. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know. I thought that... I know... I know. That doesn't matter now. Hot chocolate with a shot of brandy. That'll make you feel better. Thanks, Agatha. How's the hand? Still hurts. Yes. Sorry about that. That's what you do, every time. I know it's intense, but you have to remember, a blue moon comes only every three years. That's what you've given us, Alex. Three years of safety. I never realised it was like this. I mean, I guess I kind of knew, but I never imagined my grandma doing something like that. Or my mum. They did it because they knew they had to. And they knew you would have to one day, too. You know, you shouldn't be so hard on your grandma. She... well... What I mean to say is she was trying to look out for you. We were all so worried when you were born, all of us. All the way back to the start, centuries ago, when your family first became this town's protectors. Well, you come from one long, unbroken line of women. And when you were born, people thought that you would never be up to the job. 
You were the first male in the family and... I guess people were afraid that the tradition would change and the ceremony wouldn't work. But your grandma, she was convinced that you would be strong enough. She believed in you. And when your mum died, she knew you were going to be thrown into this world much sooner than anyone expected. She wanted to prepare you, to make sure you were ready. Ready to prove everyone wrong. And did I? Yes, Alex. Yes, I think you did. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. A rare chance to get some reading done. You come straight from work? Yep. I thought we could pick up some food on the way home. Sounds good. So, how was the trip? It was good. Enjoyed catching up with everyone. Not that anything's really changed in three years. Or Although Greg's got a new career path. Oh? Yeah, something in web design or something. Except they didn't have fibre in Moonbridge, so they had to send some people out and a few of the streets had to be dug up. The council weren't too happy about that. Although I say council, it's six old women who meet in the church and call themselves a council. I don't think they have any power. Oh, and I showed Agatha the scan. Yeah? Needless to say, she's through the roof that it's a girl. Told her we'd bring her through sometime. Is that okay? Of course, that's fine by me, but how do you feel about that? I know you uh, have mixed feelings about the place. Yeah, don't worry. I've been perfectly clear that there's to be no discussion of the lycanthrope or of the ceremony or any of that. Our girl's not going to... Learn of any of that until she needs to. She's going to have a normal childhood. And Agatha's okay with that? She is, yeah. Well, she says so anyway. Probably seething inside, being told what to do. After everything you went through, I'm sure she knows it's for the best. Yeah, I, I think she does. So, what kind of food do you want to pick? Actually, do you mind if we just cook? I've got a real craving for a full roast dinner. I don't really feel up to cooking. Oh, don't worry, I'll handle the cooking. You? Cooking? Now that's something I need to see for myself. Not even sure we have all the ingredients. Yeah, I'll figure something out. Oh, well, look at that. The moon's finally coming out from behind the clouds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. use a visit from Caesar Milan. Moonbridge starred Mabs Beat as Greg, Haley Ann McCready as Agatha, Catherine Collins as Annie, Hannah Studd as Olivia, and Cal Reed as Alex and the Wolf. If this is your first time joining us, you can hear more from us on your podcast app of choice. Just search Quietly Yours and you'll find us. 
You can also follow us on whatever social media you use. Our handle everywhere is Quietly Podcast. If you're a regular listener, please consider leaving a review. If you haven't already, it really helps people find us. And, as always, you can support the show directly at patreon.com slash quietly yours. That's all for now. So, until next time, I am quietly yours. And you are quietly mine.